8.30 the time, we now join the Apostle and Prophet Ministry with Pastor Ron Boyd, coming to you from Dunbar Township. Come and listen in to a radio station where the mighty host of heaven sings. Turn your radio on. Turn your radio on. Turn your radio on. Turn your radio on. If you want to hear the songs of Zion coming from the land of endless spring, get in touch with God. Turn your radio on. Turn your radio on. Turn your radio on. Turn your radio on. And listen to the music in the air. Turn your radio on. Turn your radio on. Heaven's glory share. Heaven's glory share. Turn the lights down low. Turn the lights down low. And listen to the master's radio. Get in touch with God. the Lord, everybody. This is Brother Ronnie Boyd coming to you again today with the Apostle and Prophet Ministry. I want you to stay tuned today. We want to talk about this one God message that we preach, and uh, so many are against it. They, they see three persons in the Godhead, and so we want to talk about what does the Word of God say about it, and uh, let you just look at the Word of God and consider the Word. And uh, then we're going to have a song here in just a little bit, too, from Brother... Darren Holler and his wife Jill, she wrote the song. And so stay tuned, we've got some good things coming up today. Turn the lights down low and listen to the Master's radio. Get in touch with God. Turn your radio Turn your radio on. I want to read a passage of scripture. It's found in the uh, Gospel of John, first chapter, verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. There is such a revelation here whenever God begins to open up the Scripture to you and you begin to understand what He's really talking about. And we'd like to deal with a little bit of that today. The Bible goes on here, though, and says the same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. So we're talking about in the beginning, we're talking about the Word, we're talking about life, we're talking about light. And in verse 5, And the light shineth in darkness, and darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God, whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. He, that's a John in other words, he was not the light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And that's why the scripture teaches over in the third chapter here of John that we must be born again of the water and of the Spirit. Well, all right, verse 14 now. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, 
and we beheld his glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. We're talking about the Word of God was made flesh. The Word of God was the life of men. The Word of God was the light of men. And then the Word of God was also His glory. And the Word of God was actually made flesh. So that's what we want to deal with. Some of these things in the Word of God jump around here a little bit, different scripture, but to try to point out why that we, uh, the oneness, they call us oneness people, and some people say that we're a cult, and some people say stay away from them. But do we have word to back us up? Are we saying what the Bible said? Yes, we are. We do have word to back us up. And uh, we're going to be talking about that. But first, we're going to hear that, hear that song from uh, Sister Jill wrote this song. And uh, her and Brother Darren are uh, make, providing the music and, and singing the song. And they do a great job. And uh, when they come into a service and Brother Darren begins to lead song service or, or play the guitar and they begin to sing or Sister Jill's singing, I'll tell you, you can feel the spirit and uh, they can get things moving God has given them that talent and that anointing, and uh, that's wonderful. Other people have a different talent, different anointing maybe, but uh, we want to appreciate theirs today and listen to this song that Sister Jill wrote, Victory Cometh in the Morning.
All right, victory cometh in the morning. I thank God for our faith. The Bible said our faith is the victory that overcometh the world. All right, let's look at this first chapter of John, and I read it there, how it talked about in the beginning was the Word, then it was the light, it's the life, it's the glory, and the Word was made flesh. Let's drop over to Hebrews, the 10th chapter, and start reading about verse 5. He said, Wherefore, when he cometh into the world, he saith, Sacrifice and offerings thou wouldest not, but a body hast thou prepared me. That meant when the Word was made flesh, the Word of God, which was from back in Genesis all the way through, that Word one day was personified. It became flesh and dwelt among us in the person of Jesus Christ. And he was also the image of God. And uh, we'll deal with some of those scriptures if we have time. If not, maybe on another broadcast. But I want to deal with this part. The word that came into the world. And uh, I want to read some more in Hebrews here. All right, he said, In burnt offerings and sacrifice for sin, thou hast no pleasure. Then said I, Lo, I come in the volume of a book. It is written of me. So that meant everything that was written back through time, the Bible or the prophets and the uh, Moses and all that, it was all about Jesus. And he even said this in the fifth chapter of the Gospel of John in about verse 39. He said, Search the Scriptures. In them you think that you have eternal life. They are they which testify of me. Now, at that time, they didn't have it. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and all the epistles of Paul and the writings of James and the different ones. No. And the writing of Peter and all that. They didn't have that then. What they had was the Old Testament and the prophets and the Psalms. And Jesus had made a statement in the 24th chapter of Luke that you go back there and that's where you would get Scripture to find out about Him. Those things was written about Jesus, the Word. It was the Word. And the Word then was made flesh and dwelt among us in the body which God prepared. Now, I'm going to read it again here in verse 7 of this 10th chapter. Then said I, Lo, I come in the volume of a book. It is written of me to do thy will, O God. Above, when he said sacrifice and offerings and burnt offerings uh, and the offerings for sin, thou wouldest not, neither hadst pleasure in them which are offered by the law. Then said he, Lo, I come to do thy will, O God. The Word is saying that, O God. He taketh away the first that he might establish the second. The Bible again teaches us that the law and the prophets was under John. And uh, now the kingdom of heaven is preached and every man presses in for himself. Again, it teaches that the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. All right, so he taketh away the first that he might establish the second. By the which we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. All right. There's a lot more to be said here, but I want to save some time. Uh, I want you to think about this now. All right. Here's the revelation, if you can grasp it and if you can see it. 
We go over to the book of Revelations now. We go to the fourth chapter of the book of Revelation, still keeping in mind that it was the Word that was made flesh and dwelt among us. A body was prepared for the Word. We'll deal with that part. In the fourth chapter of the book of Revelation, after this I looked, and behold, a door was opened in heaven, and the first voice which I heard was, as it were, of a trumpet talking with me, which said, Come up hither. I will show thee the things which must be hereafter. And immediately I was in the Spirit, and behold, a throne was set in heaven, and one sat on the throne. All right, then it describes that one that sat on the throne. But it was in the Spirit, when John was in the Spirit, he only saw one. And the problem that we have with interpreting the Word of God, so many men interpret it by their carnal knowledge. And yet, Paul warns us that the world, through wisdom, knew not God. So they do it with their own knowledge, and they don't get it right. But if we get in the Spirit and let the Holy Ghost give us wisdom and understanding, then we begin to see things the way that God wanted us to see it. Now, why is it like that? Jesus made a statement. He said, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that thou hast hid these things from the wise and from the prudent and revealed them unto babes such as would praise you. Now we go to the fifth chapter of the book of Revelation. And I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within and on the back side sealed with seven seals. All right, thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent. But uh, in his right hand was a book. What was that book? That book is the Word. The Word. I want you to think about that for a little bit. There's a revelation here. All right? There was only one sitting on the throne. But in his right hand was this book. That book was the Word. And not everybody could interpret that. Not everybody could understand it. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seals thereof? And no man in heaven nor in earth, neither under the earth, was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. And I wept much, because no man was found worthy to open and to read the book, neither to look thereon. And one of the elders saith unto me, Weep not. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, hath prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. And he goes on talking about then he saw in the midst of the throne, not on the right, not on the left, and I beheld, lo, in the midst of the throne and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as it had been slain, having seven horns, seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, sent forth into all the earth. And he came and took the book out of the right hand of him that sat on the throne. And when he had taken the book, the four beasts and the four and twenty elders fell down before the Lamb, having every one of them harps, golden vials, full of odors, which are the prayers of the saints. And if you can grasp this revelation, and they sang a song, a new song, Thou art worthy 
to take the book and to open the seals thereof. For thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by the blood, by thy blood, out of every kindred, tongue, people, and nation. And he goes on talking about that. But the part that I want you to see that this book that was written was in the right hand of him that sat on the throne. So the right hand was the word of God. In that right hand was that book. That was the word. And the one that can interpret it, the one that can give you revelation, came right out of the midst of the throne, which was the Lamb of God and the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the Root of David. He was the one that is able to give interpretation and revelation of what was written in and on that book. The written word in the right hand. So when you begin to think, if you can catch that revelation, then we begin to see things in the Word of God taken form. Let's go over now to the book of Acts. The Oh, I think I want the seventh chapter of the book of Acts. Turn with me there. I know I can't get too much of this on, but I'll maybe give you enough to get you thinking and searching for yourself. In the seventh chapter of the book of Acts, and this is the story of Stephen, the one that was stoned to death for preaching the truth. All right? In the 56th verse, Stephen makes the statement, and he said, Behold, I see the heavens open, and the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. The Son of Man was Jesus himself. All right, that was the word made flesh that dwelt among us, the Son of Man. Where does Stephen see him now? This is after the death, burial, and resurrection and the ascension. He sees him standing on the right hand of God. Now, where did John see him? He saw that book in the right hand of God. But it's going to take this one here, this Son of Man, Jesus, He's the one that's going to have to give us the revelation and the interpretation. The world, through wisdom, knew not God. All right, now watch what he says here. And he, then he cried out with a loud voice, and, and they cried out with a loud voice and stopped up their ears and ran um, uh, upon him with one accord. And verse 59 says this, and they stoned Stephen, calling on God and saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. But I want to go back up to verses 55 and 56, and I want you to think about them now. But he being full of the Holy Ghost, he being full of the Holy Ghost, in the spirit, John was in the spirit, saw one. He looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God. Now, Going back over to the Gospel of John, the first chapter, verse 14. And we beheld his glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Think about this verse now. But he, being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God. And he said, Behold, I see the heavens open." and the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. We begin to think about that for a little bit, dwelling with that particular thought, and we see things. We go back over to the book of Hebrews. Turn with me there, and we want to go to the first chapter of the book of Hebrews. 
And uh, again, I want you to pay attention uh, to the Word of God here. These little things, you know, we read about them sometimes, and, and it's easy to just miss what they're really saying. All right? It says, God, who at sundry times and in diverse manners spake in time past unto our fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son. Now, God was speaking, but it was through the Son. All right? Whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he hath made the worlds. That goes right along with in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was made flesh, all those scriptures that we read. He said, by whom he hath made the worlds. Then watch verse 3. Who being the brightness of his glory, the express image of his person, upholding all things by the Word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. And he says here, upholding all things. Now, he's the brightness of his glory. All right? Remember what it said. He was the light of the world. He was the life. He was the light of men. He was the life of men. He was the word made flesh. And they beheld his glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And we're talking about the Word of God right down through all this. The Word is light. The Word is life. The Word is glory. The Word is God. The Word was in the beginning uh, with God. All things was created by Him and for Him. Without there's nothing made that is made. And here He is the brightness of His glory. So if you're going to see the glory of God, you're going to see Jesus. The express image of his person. So if you again, if you're going to see the glory of God, or if you're going to see his person, then you're going to see Jesus. He's the express image of his person. And if we go over here to the second chapter, or second Corinthians, but that way, second Corinthians, and the fourth chapter, and about verse six, watch how this reads. It's interesting. For God, who commandeth the light to shine out of darkness, has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Who God, now God who commandeth the light to shine out of darkness, that was back in the beginning. Whenever God said, let there be light. Darkness covered everything. He said, let there be light. And there was light. Now, that same God, that same light, amen, shines in our heart to give us the knowledge, give us the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. It gets really interesting. It's all wrapped up in Him. Every time you look at the Word of God, it always comes out the same way. It's all wrapped up in Jesus. I'd like to go over to the second epistle of Peter in the first chapter and about verse 19 and watch how this comes out. It is so interesting. If you can catch the revelation, if you can't, uh, nothing I can do for you. Uh, God has to open it up to you. But in Second Peter, first chapter, verse 19, we have also a more sure word of prophecy, whereunto you do well that you take heed as unto a light that shineth in a dark place 
until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts. In other words, till you get the revelation or understanding of what God really is and who he is. Then he went on here and he said, Knowing this first, that no prophecy of the Scripture is of any private interpretation. For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. So I've often said this. It was the Holy Ghost that gave the word in the beginning through the mouth of the prophets and even Jesus Christ himself. And then... It takes the Holy Ghost to interpret that word that the Holy Ghost gave. So you can play with it if you want. You can try to interpret it with man's wisdom, and uh, but it's never going to work. The only way you're going to get the true interpretation of the word of God and understand who God really is, is whenever you come to the knowledge that you have to have the Holy Ghost, you get the Holy Ghost. Amen. You repent of your sins. You get baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ. Let him fill you with his spirit like what happened on the day of Pentecost. And God will begin to give you revelation and knowledge through the Holy Ghost. I see your time is gone. See you next week. Same time, same station with the Apostle and Prophet Ministry. <laughs> Apostle and Prophet Ministry with Pastor Ron Boyd.